We just want to provide a goal for parents that we think is generic. Yeah. Doesn't matter what social economic, um, what your social economic status is. Yeah. Doesn't matter your ethnicity. Doesn't matter what part of the country or the world you live in. It doesn't matter if you have one kid or three kids or seven kids, <laughs> like what's a generic but powerful mm-hmm. goal that we think is a worthy goal for all Jesus followers to, to pursue in raising their kids. Mm. Parents, it's time to celebrate. The new On Purpose Parents podcast, a Saddleback Parents podcast has arrived and we're here to help you win at parenting. As parents ourselves, we know that parenting is the toughest, most important job on the planet. You can't possibly do it alone. And now you don't have to because we're your people. Connect with us by texting the word parents to the number 83000, visiting us at onpurposeparents.com and tuning in every Wednesday with Kurt, Grace, and Chris for tips, ideas, and encouragement to help you win at being an on-purpose parent. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for our first ever episode of our brand new podcast called On Purpose Parents. My name is Kurt Johnson. I'm a pastor at Saddleback Church. I help support and lead our next generation ministries, which is basically everything that covers children birth through college age. Um, I'm a parent of two grown up kids and I'm a grandparent of two little toddlers. Yeah, I'm having the time of my (laughs) life. And that lovely voice that you heard chime in is our co-host, Grace Yoon. Hi, everyone. My name is Grace. Oh, hey. Thank you, producer Chris. Wow. Producer producer Chris. Coming in for me. Yeah, just wait. Love it. Yeah. You, you'll get your you'll get your time in the sun in a minute. You, you don't need to you don't need to clap Did on Grace's parade. No, I appreciate it. Did Everything I, I say, if you could just do that, that will really uplift my soul. But hey, everyone, my name is Grace. I am a mom. I am a working mom. I work for the city of Long Beach in the budget office. I have two girls, ten and seven, and I'm actually from Chicago, so not a Californian. Um, by nature, but I'm really excited to be here. I'm loving it out here, loving the nature, um, the warm weather, and just excited for kicking this podcast off together. How old are your children? They're 10 years old and seven. 10 and seven. And mine are are 25 and 27. Oh my goodness. So we're in very different stages of our parenting journey. Uh, Yes. And I think that's going to be part of the fun of this podcast is that really at the end of the day, we're just two, we're not experts in parenting. I don't have a, I don't have a degree in adolescent psychology right. or anything like that. You yeah. you don't. No, um, I'm in the budget office. You're in the budget I mean. office, which means you're very smart. Um, <laughs> well, when I get I don't my know about that. when I get my church report, my budget report, yeah. Grace, yeah. at the bottom, uh-huh. if it's in parentheses, yeah, like there's a, like is that good or bad? What color is it? Is it black or red? Uh, no, well, it's always black and white. We don't have yeah. red. We can't, afford, we can't afford the red ink at our church. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, but we're just parents mm-hmm. on a journey. Yeah. Um, I've lived through it. Mm-hmm. What we'll talk about, um, and I've learned, is we're never really done parenting. Yeah. Even though I have 25 and 27-year-old yeah. children, I'm still their parent. And there's yeah. there's a role for me to play in their life. Right. Absolutely. Um, we're just on a different part of the journey. Yeah. And you're married to one of our pastors at the church. Yes, yes. Um, his name is Sam, and he's a leadership pastor here. He actually was um, a campus pastor at one of our campuses at Saddleback Church. And this summer, we've uh, he changed roles, and we're now down at the Lake Forest campus. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And to my right, Grace's left, is our esteemed <laughs> producer, yes. producer Chris. 
Where's the applause? Where's the yeah, applause yeah, for yeah, you? Right. No, no. no. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Well, well played. Chris is, in addition to being the producer of our podcast, which he does not do for a living. This okay. is we're, yeah. we're in one of the offices of our church. This is this is a mom and pop opera. The only yeah. reason Chris is the producer is because he mentioned at the wrong time, hey, I can I can I can help produce a podcast. But there's much more to Chris than producing a podcast, Chris. Yeah, so married to my beautiful bride, Tina, 32 years, have a 31-year-old son, 27-year-old daughter, and a 23-year-old daughter. Wow. So three kids all out of the house. We are empty nesters and loving it. Well, in Chris's primary role at the church is, in addition to the On Purpose Parents podcast, we have a whole ministry devoted to helping Mm. parents win. And so helping good. parents in their journey. And it's a website with resources and articles and books and blogs and all mm-hmm. the things, video tips and training. Um, and where's that available, Chris? We changed the URL. Onpurposeparents.com. Onpurposeparents.com. Yeah. So if you want more than the blog, than the than the podcast, yeah. um, or if you want something in addition, or you're not a podcast person. Yeah. In fact, many of you are right now are currently deciding. <laughs> Come to think of it, I'm, we not, like them? I'm not a podcast we person like their voice? after all. Um, there's way more that we have to offer than mm. just the podcast. And Chris is our parent pastor at the church, and he he creates and um, curates all things parent ministry. So thank you, Chris. Yeah, yeah. And there, sure. there are a lot of great resources out there. I've checked it out myself, and I loved what you said, Kurt. You said, we're in the business of helping parents win. Right. And I know you've said that to me before, and I keep thinking about it like, wow, we need that. Like, as parents, we need to feel like we're winning right. and actually been given the tools to help us win. And right. what does that even mean? Yeah. You know, and so. Well, and that's that's what we're going to unpack together. Yeah. This podcast will be all about giving parents tools to help them win. Um, a lot of people have, have said, well, what, what's behind the title, like the yeah. on-purpose parents? And and really behind the title is something pretty simple, but I think really, really profound. Um, and this is what I've what I've learned over my, my lifetime, not just in parenting, but in all kinds of things in life, especially parenting, is almost nothing awesome happens mm. by accident. Mm. Like very few yeah. really good things happen by accident. There has to be a level of intentionality. Mm -hmm. I guess if you play the lottery and you win the lottery, that's something awesome by accident, right? Mm -hmm. By luck, by chance. Um, But not much else really Mm. good in life. And yet sometimes we sort of slide into parenting and just hope for the best. Mm -hmm. But we don't hope for the best in other areas in our life. We plan, you you know, your your city, you plan (laughs) financially, right? Oh, we plan a lot. Most families plan financially. Mm -hmm. Most families plan men and women plan out their career path right. or whatever, whatever it might be. And I want us to always think, well, how do we do that with our kids? Right. Like how do we kind of, we can't ensure there's no, there's no guarantee, no matter how much you plan and intentionalize right. your parenting, there's no guarantees of the right. outcome, but let's not leave it a chance. Yeah. Parenting is way too important. Raising kids is way too important. It's the best blessing. Mm-hmm. Our kids, the Bible talks about that children are a gift from the Lord. Right. Right. It's, it's his greatest gift to us, maybe other than our salvation yeah. and our forgiveness is the gift of children. Yeah. And some people, you know, don't get to experience that gift, choose not to, whatever. But for those of us who have kids... Wow, what a gift, what a blessing, what a responsibility. Yeah. So our hope in this in this podcast, and the reason we call it On Purpose Parents, mm-hmm. is we're going to talk a lot about parenting strategically. Yeah, that's um, good. 
producer Chris, what was it you you mentioned? One of the reasons behind like on purpose and all that is the Google search you did. Mm. Yeah, you one, one of the top things that parents are searching is parenting plans. So they're out there mm. and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what <laughs> to do, or it, I don't think this thing's working out. What is out there? What kind of plans are out there? And that's one of the reasons why we put together this right. this plan, this well, on-purpose and, parent plan. And we do have a plan. Yeah. I don't know about you, Grace. I get a little bit nervous with plans. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> plans make it formulaic. Yeah. You know, plans kind of imply. Right. If I just do what the plan tells me to do. You've made it. I've made it. Yeah. Right? And if you veer off from it. You're done for. Right. We're doomed. Know? I'm doomed. Yeah, you're doomed. I, I forgot step 32 It's A. over. Yes. You know, you failed. Right. Failed and the parent you test. Fa- you failed the parent yeah. test. And, and so, you know, even as we kind of have created this on-purpose parent strategy, I hope it never feels mm. super prescriptive. Yeah. But it's intentional. Yeah. And it's really just meant to help us be a little bit more intentional and strategic as we raise our kids so that we don't have the regret later on in life yeah. of saying, gosh, I didn't give parenting the, the, the thought yeah. I, I should have. I didn't, I put, I didn't put the time in right. that it deserved. Right. And one of the things that we're excited to talk about today is we are going to talk in the next episode about the plan and what that looks like, but really to be inspired about the plan is what's the end goal? Right. What is the end result that we're trying to strive for as parents? And so in today's episode, we're going to be unwrapping that and painting that picture of what it is that we want to be at when at the end, what is that picture? What's that image of our children and how we raise our children that we want to be saved? And actually for me, I think um, keeping this end goal in mind or the end in mind is so powerful is something I've experienced recently on a vacation, a family vacation that I went with, um, with my husband and my two daughters. So actually on the road trip, we went to Zion National Park, and then we also mm. went to Vegas. Nice. Um, really beautiful park, and of course, you know Vegas, beautiful, such great food. Beautiful Vegas. <laughs> beautiful Beautiful, Vegas. natural <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> I know, two extremes <laughs> in our vacation. But so on the road there, um, we talked as a family, okay, when the trip is over, what do we want to be able mm. to say about the trip when it's all said and done? So we brainstormed together as a family, and we came up with things like, we laughed so hard together. We had a safe trip. You know, we had a positive experience. Everyone had a good time without worry and stress. Everyone felt well rested. And then after we came up with these goals, um, we talked about what guidelines or rules could help us achieve those goals. So we came up with things like ask questions, be curious, um, have a positive mindset, go with the flow, be flexible, you know, be, be grateful, at least share our gratitudes in one meal a day, things like that. Mm, that's great. And so I thought this would actually be mm. more helpful for my kids. You know, they're, they can get a little cranky sometimes <laughs> to be in the right mindset. But honestly, it helped me the most because right. I was the one who had been the main planner for the trip. And there were so many things that happened that threatened to disrupt the good mood. Like, um, a hotel room not being ready till really, really late at night. Right. Dinner reservations not working out. Zoe, my seven-year-old, got sick and, you know, couldn't participate in a lot of things. And, of course, you know, I should expect it now in California, but the dreaded traffic. Of course. Yes, of course. But really, this conversation that we had um, with my family before, thinking about, well, what is the end result that we want? 
helped anchor me so much. It helped me, you know, just keep the right mindset, make the right decisions on the fly um, that would help best achieve this end goal. And so I really do think that as we talk more in this episode about what is that end goal? Right. What is the the mission that we're trying to accomplish as parents? Yeah. Having that image in front of us is going to be such a helpful and powerful anchor for us as we go through this journey yeah. as parents. That's awesome. That's great. And I, yeah, I mean, we can start by saying what I think the goal of parenting is not. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes we get it a little bit wacky, mm. right? Mm. Um, I would say this, that the goal of parenting is not to raise good kids. Mm. Now, I hope your kids are good, but I just want my kids to be good kids. That's not the goal of parenting. Mm. Um, the goal of parenting is not to get your kids in the right college. Mm. The goal of parenting is not to make sure your kids have good careers someday. Um, the goal of parenting is not to make sure that they, if, if they choose to marry, that they marry the right spouse. Mm. Um, the goal of parenting isn't that they own a home someday. Now, can those be some goals along the way? Well, of course, right? I mean, I yeah. want I want my kids to be good. I want my my son to have a job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want him sleeping on the couch when he's twenty seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all of these things are, are are good goals. But if you if you say the goal of parenting is mm. this, um, what happens if that doesn't mm. happen? Right? Right? Did you fail? Did you Did you fail as a parent? Mm -hmm. um, That's good. And those I, I I would suggest that as Jesus followers mm. that there's a, a a different goal entirely. Um, and our the on purpose parent strategy starting with the end in mind, mm -hmm. what everything, we might not mention this strategy mm -hmm. every single podcast, um, but it's, it's the, it's the, the goal that we're aiming for, right? right? The old, the old saying, if you aim for nothing, you'll hit it every time. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, or the, you know, the classic, you shoot an arrow. If you want to feel good about yourself, right? You shoot, yeah. an, arrow, shoot an arrow into the wall and then go draw the, <laughs> yeah. the target. And oh, you'll, I like you know, that. You'll hit a bullseye every time. Smart. <laughs> you'll hit a bullseye Strategic. every time. Um, we want to be more strategic mm -hmm. than that. Um, so we have created what we think is a goal. It's not mm -hmm. the only goal. If you're listening to this podcast and you go, well, I like that, but I think mine would be a little bit different. That's okay. Yeah. We just want to provide a goal for parents that we think is generic. Yeah. doesn't matter what social economic, um, what your social economic status is. Yeah. doesn't matter your ethnicity. doesn't matter what part of the country or the world you live in. It doesn't matter if you have one kid or three kids or seven kids, <laughs> like what's a generic but powerful mm -hmm. goal that we think is a worthy goal for all Jesus followers to, to pursue in raising their kids? Mm. What's, what's the end mm. when you, when you get yeah. done raising, when you're sitting in my chair and you, someday you have a 25 and a 27 or whatever, you know, the ages are, you sit back and go, huh? How, how, you know, how did we, did we come close? Yeah. At least we, at least we knew what we were aiming for. Right. What so, is that target? Yeah. So why don't you share what that is, Grace? Yeah. So the goal is that to raise your children to become interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus who desire to make a kingdom contribution. Interdependent. Interdependent. Lifelong followers of Jesus mm -hmm. who desire to make a kingdom contribution. You know, if there I could jump is. in real quick um, and well, just say wait, something. Hey, hey, please, please. <laughs> okay, excuse Am me. I out of line? We, we, well, thank you for asking. Um, we'll tell. We'll, 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 we'll ask for. We'll ask for producer Chris's input when warranted. Um, so, yes, producer Chris, please. Thank you, sir. <laughs> please chime in. Now I forgot what I was. I know. No, I'm just I know. 
So I, I love what you said about Jesus followers and that depending on the listener can mean different things to them and mm. what that looks like and, and who really are these people and what yeah. it is they get to know us more as we start sharing uh, our lives with them on, on this podcast. But basically people get their truth from three different areas, mm. right? And it's either self, what I think is true is true, society, whatever a group of people says true is true, or scripture, whatever mm. God says is true is mm. true. That is actually the shortest line <laughs> in our world today, unfortunately. But it's where the three of us come together right. and say, this is where we get our truth from. So we're pulling things out of God's word, out of scripture. Mm. And um, yeah, we get our truth not from the internal or the external, but from the eternal. Mm. That, that's the thing. So Good. Producer Chris just wow. took us to... Uh, he wow, like, he, he elevated it. He elevated the, <laughs> the whole theology, everything. I know, I know. Um, so why don't we just jump right into this, yeah. like breaking down what this end goal, this vision is. And let's start with interdependent. And I think, Kurt, you were touching on this, like the goal of parenting is not just for kids to... Right. accomplish all these things. Right. Well, I think I think one of the goals we all have is I just want my children to be dependent. I mean, yeah. inter, interdependent, not dependent. I, yeah. want my, I want my child to be independent. 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 In, I'm getting it all mixed up. Yeah, <laughs> independent. A goal, we got you. Thank we got you. you. A goal many parents have is mm -hmm. I want my child to be independent. That's right? right. Which makes sense. I don't want them sleeping on my couch. Yeah. I don't want them needing my financial support. Yeah. I don't want them coming to me for every single little decision in their life. Right. I want them to be independent adults, yeah. which makes sense to, to an extent yeah. where, where it breaks down is, and you don't have to be a person of faith to, to mm -hmm. see this is that just as human beings, we're, we're not wired for total independence, mm -hmm. that there's something in our DNA yeah. that we're better together yeah. and we need each other. And some of the most independent people in society are the loneliest, yeah. right? And they might be very successful and they might be very independent, mm. but they're missing an aspect of community and fellowship and friendship and accountability mm. and all the things. And so the interdependency, and when you read scripture, mm. scripture it's all over scripture about us being built for relationship. Yeah. And you look at even like the early church and what, why part of the role of the early church was like keeping people mm, together. Yeah. Like we're kind of, we're outcasts. We're, we're a little bit rebellious. Yeah. We, we need each other to kind of survive this, this, this mm -hmm. world that God's tossed us into. But again, it, that's true whether you're a person of faith or not. Yeah. And so the idea is, Hey, what would it look like as parents if we raised kids to be interdependent, mm. which means they're, they're independent. To a degree, but they also have a a strong reliance yeah. and an understanding of their need for other people. Right. That they can rely on mom and dad. Yeah. They can rely on their friendships. They can rely on mentors. Mm. That they they have a sense of of community. Yeah, I love that. So raising children who are interdependent, not just independent, is something Sam and I are really passionate about. Because, like you said, Kurt. God is a God of relationships, and a lot of the gifts that he has for us is found in relationships. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things that we want as parents is we want our kids to have good character. You know, things like kindness, compassion, discernment, patience. And those are things we can't just figure out or develop on our own. We need community. So um, that reminded me of a story. Sam and I have been 
making it a point to be really intentional about helping our daughters learn practical relationships uh, skills and exercises. And so one of the things we do is when they get in a fight, we let them cool down a little bit and then we have them sit across from each other and each share, you know, what happened from their perspective and how they felt. And then the other person has to report back what they heard without mm. any, you know, color commentary or, you know, <laughs> defensive reactions. And then the person who's sharing can have an opportunity to clarify. And then it just keeps going back and forth until everyone's satisfied. And so right. this is not easy, but it really does help everyone feel really heard. And um, a lot of times it just shows and clarifies that there was a lot of miscommunication. So one night we were, um, as a family, we were going to watch a movie together. And Sam and I are, were the ones um, that got into a fight. And, um, oh, one other thing, let me go back. One of the things that we have them do at the end after, you know, kind of sharing about what their experience is, is then we have them look at each other into their eyes for a minute in silence. I, I'm, I'm, I am so glad you were not my wow. mom. I can't, I can't imagine staring into my brother's eyes right? in silence. I, after, know. After. I, love, I love it. I it love sounds it. so awkward, right? And it is. Right. It's really that's, awkward. But that's it's, the point. It's, it's awkward, um, but it's also intimate, and it just breaks the ice. Most 99% of the time, they end up cracking up and laughing and you know, just kind of helping smooth over that conflict. So anyway, back to the movie night. We're watching this movie, and Sam and I are the ones that get in a fight, and we're all in a huff when the movie starts. And then when the movie was over, credit to husband Sam, he came over first, and he said, I'm sorry, he apologized. But, you know, just because someone apologizes, I still felt <laughs> frustrated. Um, but little did we know, our kids had been, you know, having a conversation in planning an intervention. And so suddenly Karis jumps up, my 10-year-old, and she's like, Mom, tell Dad how you feel. And Dad, report it back to Mom. And then Dad, your turn. But then at the same time, my 7-year-old Zoe was running in circles around us saying, look into each other's eyes. Stare at each other. One minute. No, don't look at the nose. Look into the eyeballs. And oh my goodness, Sam and I just cracked up laughing. It was, it was so funny to have that conflict resolution script right. flip back yes. onto yes. us. And I just think, you know, it just reminded me how important it is to be in community and how we need each other to grow and to be humble. And right. while being interdependent is so hard, um, it is really such a beautiful yep. goal to strive yep. for for our kids. And we, society has done us a disservice and a service both, right? I, I think of some of the stuff my generation, especially my generation of guys, mm. grew up being told, um, hey, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, mm. buddy, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, even things like, hey, don't cry, Kurt. Rub, rub, mm. rub some dirt in it, yeah. right? It, everything was kind of taught, like, be a self-made man, right? right? So this is, it, there's, like this, there's even a saying back in the day, rugged individualism mm. is what made America great, right? Yeah. We're, we're one of... And there's some truth in all of that. There are some skills that all of those things help yeah. develop, a little bit of toughness, a little bit of resiliency. But there's a lot of negative mm. wrapped up in that. And so, you know, we have to kind of decide, like, are we, are we, do we think going, going on our own yeah. 
I'm just going to go on my own and figure this thing out. And I'm going to be a self-made person. I don't, I don't want to rely on anybody because they can let me down. Yeah, they can. They can let you down. Your community, my, my best friends have let me down. Mm -hmm. I've let my best friends down. Being in community is painful and challenging. And sometimes it's tempting to, I'm better off by myself. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Which is why a lot of families, sometimes they quit going to church, mm-hmm. right? Because the church is messy and the church hurt us. And I, I get it. I get it's it. It's full of broken it's people. It's full of broken. But I don't think you're better off alone. Yeah. I, I don't think you're better off alone um, because we were wired for community. So, yeah. so parents, interdependent. Yep. Interdependent. The, what's the next one? All right. We have lifelong followers of Jesus. So we have interdependent and now on to lifelong followers of Jesus. Um, I think one of the things that resonates me about this is lifelong uh, because there are so many phases and changes in life. There really isn't, if you think about it, there really isn't much that consistently lasts through a lifetime. Mm. I mean, when I just look at my own daughters in their short seven to 10 years of life, they've had so many different interests already. I was a parent during the Frozen movie era. Right. So let me tell you, that soundtrack was on repeat. And I thought, I really (laughs) thought I would never get that song, let it go out of my head. (laughs) Like I thought it was permanently ingrained, but that season passed. And and then after that, for a while, I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, but they were really into these YouTube channels where it just showed people's hands opening and unboxing yes, toys. Yes. And I never understood it, but these channels get millions yeah, of subscribers. Yeah. Unboxing millions. videos have been popular for a long time. Yeah. When my, when my son was really when my son was like that age. Yeah. He watched unboxing videos. I mean, they were obsessed with it. Right. But then that season passed and right. now they're into like squishmallow stuffed animals and fantasy books and I mean, it's just one of those things that so much changes that how do we raise children that have mm. A, a faith, a lifelong faith that could last not just when times are good, but through the dark times right. that lasts an entire lifetime. Mm. So that's and the image. That's yep, the goal. I love it. That's such a great image. And you're so right. I mean, our life is just full of things that didn't last. Like, yeah. Like my hair, the, <laughs> the hair on my head. That was just having hair was a season I went through. Oh my. It was a good season, but now it's gone. Um, but <laughs> Now, here's the thing. I think this is, this is important to, to, to note. When we say lifelong follower of Jesus, what we're not saying is that there should never be, if you're, if you're parenting right, mm-hmm. there will never be like gaps mm-hmm. or moments when your children maybe question and doubt. Or sometimes, right. sometimes our, our kids go through a two-year hiatus from their faith, right? Yeah. Where they're, they're, they're wandering mm. and they're making choices we wish they weren't. And it's not like all of a sudden when that happens, oh my goodness, I failed as a parent. Yeah, I've just learned most of the time that, that the old the old proverb of raising right. a child the way they should go, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. Right. right? Yeah. That more often than not, um, our children come back around. Mm-hmm. Not always, but more often than not, mm-hmm. our children come back around. And that you know, the, you, you can raise a child who has a five, six, seven year wandering season. Yeah. And of course, there's some some uneasiness in that, yeah. and there's some fear in that, and there's some uncertainty and questioning of what could we have done different. But then they come back around, yeah, right. And well, well guess what? They're going to be a lifelong follower of Jesus. Right. Lifelong follower of Jesus does not imply there's not been some missteps yes. along the way. Right. It Absolutely. just means when they're our age, yeah, when they're our age, they're still in love with Jesus. Yeah. 
and, and, and they're committed to, to following him as best as they can. Yeah, and I think part of that is and things that we're going to unpack in the future and future episodes is how can we provide so that their roots can grow deep? Right. Because exactly like you said, Kurt, they're going to face the storm. They're going to have ups. They're going to have downs. But if their roots are deep, it can survive. Yeah. They can last. They can right. go through. And um, whenever we talk about this topic, I always think about my dad and his life. So he was born in South Korea, and his dad was a, my grandfather was a pastor of a rural village. So they grew up really poor. Mm. Um, he had four, uh, three brothers and one adopted sister, someone that they just found on the street. Um, and they were so poor that at one point my grandmother had to send him and his younger brother, my dad and his younger brother, to an orphanage. He's talked about how that was a really painful time in his life. Um, then also he's had other struggles too, like in high school, he had a life-threatening disease. And then also when he was married to my mom and they were going to immigrate to the United States, um, he couldn't get his visa approved for a year. But the kicker was my mom, who was pregnant with me at that time, um, had already gone to Chicago, and so he wasn't there for my birth. He couldn't be there, and he couldn't see me until I was one. But now he is retired after 40-plus years of um, ministry as mm. a pastor, and I would describe his faith to still have that childlike wonder for God. Mm. And it's still so um, fresh. And one of the things that he points to is the example and model of his mom, my grandmother. I mean, she was just such a woman of dependency on Jesus that no matter like all the trials that she went through with her poverty, um, she was able to instill those roots mm. into her kids that all of her sons went and joined ministry. They became pastors. And um, yeah, it just, that inspires me. Like, how can we, as we unpack this, as we talk about this more in future episodes, what can we do as parents and have a plan? Right. Like you said, Kurt, be purposeful, be intentional to best, you know, support our kids and having those roots that could withstand all the ups and downs right. of life. Right. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the storms come, the challenges come. So an interdependent, lifelong follower of Jesus. And then the, the, the last one is who desire to make a kingdom contribution. So here, if we were to sum it up, our goal, the goal that we're saying is as Saddleback Parents, our ministry, the On Purpose Parents podcast, all the resources you can find on onpurposeparents.com mm. is all desiring, it's all pointing you to helping parents. We're not the experts. We're just helping parents raise children who are interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus, who desire to make a kingdom contribution, mm. which is a really, really big deal. Because I think, I hope, all the other goals, the, all the hopes and dreams that we have for our kids yeah. come to fruition, right? Yeah. I, I I do hope our listeners' children, if they choose to, get to go to college. Yeah. I do hope that your children, whatever their dreams are for what they want to do in life, come true. Yeah. Um, I do hope we raise good kids um, who are interdependent, who are lifelong followers of Jesus, and then there's something else to that, mm -hmm. right? There's something really important, and that is as God's plans for our kids' lives unfold, mm. God's wired each child differently. Mm -hmm. um, in our church, we use the word shape, mm -hmm. that God has shaped us all very uniquely, right? Yeah. And the shape, it's an acronym. It stands for the spiritual gifts that God gives us, our heart or the things that we love, our abilities, our personality, introvert, extrovert, all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And then our life experiences, like yeah. you just shared a big part of your, of your heritage, right. Yeah. And the life experiences of your, of your grandfather. 
Um, we all have these life experiences. God uses all of those things, our spiritual gifts, our heart, our abilities, our personality, our experiences to shape us, yeah. not just so that we can be really good teachers yeah. or really good lawyers or really good athletes, but so that if we are all those things, as we do mm-hmm. all of that, that that will shape us to make a difference for the kingdom. Because mm. at the end of the day, I believe that the reason Jesus followers are on earth if the only goal in life mm. was for us to become Christians, mm-hmm. then the moment we became a Christian, Jesus would take us home. Right. right? If that was the only goal in life was I just want grace to be a Christian. Yeah. As soon as you make that decision, you're done. Yeah. You might as well go to heaven right then. But there's, there's more to it than that. And the reason God leaves us on earth as Christians, lifelong followers mm-hmm. of Jesus is so that we can make a difference in the kingdom and point more people to, to a relationship with him, yeah. right? To use our gifts, our shape, to make a contribution to what God's about here on earth. Yeah. And that looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a, as a parent, we believe one of our goals, one of our goals, if, we're, if we, we've really kind of boiled it down to yeah, three, right. you know, we've kind of boiled it down. Hey, parents, there's really just three goals right. in, in, in your intentional, on-purpose parenting journey. There's really just three goals. Yeah. Lifelong followers of Jesus who are interdependent, who want to make a kingdom contribution, right. to use their giftings to represent Jesus, to make a difference in this world for, for God's kingdom and his and His glory, really, to help make Jesus famous. Yeah. Um, and I think we have to look for ways to help. Mo- we model that. Yeah. We help our, our children get involved in things that stretch and challenge them. That's another reason church yeah. is awesome mm-hmm. because most churches, most churches do a pretty good job of providing opportunities for serve. our kids to yeah. serve and use their gifts and make a kingdom contribution, right? Yeah. It's kind of like practice. Yeah. You practice at church so that when you're not at church, which is most of the time, <laughs> you can be thinking about how do I, how do I make a kingdom contribution on the soccer field? Yeah. How do I represent Jesus in the classroom? When I'm with my circle of friends at the movies or I'm online, you know, I'm on, I'm on social media, I'm yeah. on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, wherever our kids are finding mm-hmm. themselves, those are all just arenas. Mm-hmm. Those are all just places that they live with opportunities to represent Jesus and make a kingdom yeah. contribution. I love that. I mean, what you just described, that vision gets me as a parent so excited, um, especially to imagine a future where it's their desire. It's their motivation now to make this difference. And right now, a lot of times, especially with kids my age, you know, they're just following our direction as parents. But how awesome is that picture you just described, Kurt, of the future, the future end goal uh, where they are making a difference in their world out of their own heart's desire. Mm. I mean, Sam and I are getting a little taste of this now. Um, We've started chores and allowances in our house. So um, after dinner, Karis, my 10-year-old, her chore is to stack the dishes into the dishwasher. And Zoe, our seven-year-old, her job is to wipe down the table and vacuum underneath. And let me tell you, as a mom, to be able to eat my dinner and then once I'm done, just walk away yes. and relax. Fantastic. I feel like I've made it, you know? Like I do that too. <laughs> um, Rachel's not super stoked that I just, <laughs> we don't have kids. Wa- <laughs> so when I eat my dinner and walk away, it doesn't go Rachel. over quite as well in, in my household if I try to do <laughs> Rachel's not too thrilled. But yeah, I mean, that just gives me a glimpse of in the future when they're able to do that. Like, I would love that for them. I would love that for their life because it also gives them a sense of purpose and meaning too. You know, they have a 
a role to play. They have a difference that they can make and, um, you know, that they're part of this bigger community and a bigger mission that God has for them. And, um, you know, for them to want to serve and to make just the world just a little bit of a better place, not out of guilt or obligation now, but, you know, from a place of having been so loved that they can just give out of that love, that it overflows. Yeah. And believe it or not, the world isn't getting a whole lot better, Mm. right? The world isn't getting brighter. It's not getting happier. It's not getting more joyful. Um, It's kind of getting a little bit darker and a little bit more skeptical and a little Mm. bit tougher to navigate. I have a bumper sticker on my truck and it, it just says, and I almost didn't put it on because it feels... You know, I like, I like to think I'm not super tough at all, but I like to kind of think I'm a little bit of a man's man. I, mean, I got a flannel you on. Fl- I'm, wearing yeah. my, I'm wearing my boots. Um, I, drive a pick, I drive a pickup truck. I got, got a beard. beard. So I like to think that I'm a little bit that way. Um, but I put a bumper sticker on my car that just says, I hope something good happens to you today. Mm. That's all it says. I hope something good happens to you today. Mm. I get weekly, I'll get one or two people in a, in a, in a, a red light or someplace or really? in a grocery store, they see me getting my truck. Hey, I love your bumper sticker. Thanks. Oh. Hey, that's such a kind bumper sticker. People are dying for mm. a little bit of positivity, yeah. a little bit of goodness in the world, right. enough to where a, a cheesy little bumper sticker causes them to pull me aside and yeah. comment on it. Right. So we, we, we sometimes, we don't need to like oversell or, or, or overbuild what it mm. means to make a kingdom contribution. You know, it doesn't mean we all have to be raising children to be missionaries and pastors. Yeah. We just need to be raising children. The Bible says that if you're a Jesus follower, that you're salt and light, mm. right? That, that we add flavor to the world. We, we brighten up the dark places. Yeah. Sometimes it's just by living a life that kind of points people to a little bit of a different way, yeah, right? So parents, as, as and we're gonna, we gotta wrap up, but as, as we talk about raising interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus who wanna make a kingdom contribution, that sounds like a massive task, mm-hmm. and it kind of is, but we don't have to do it alone. Yeah. We've, if we've got community, nobody's gonna do it perfectly. Yeah. Raising kids is a challenge, raising kids is, is tough. Yeah. It's a lifelong journey, um, but we hope that this podcast will become like a little a little extra arrow in your quiver, yeah. a little extra tool in your toolbox that as you're navigating it, that you go, hey, I've got some friends over there at the On Purpose Parents podcast. Um, I've never met them. Maybe I have if I go to Saddleback. Um, <laughs> but they seem to be in my corner. Mm. Parents, if you hear anything from this podcast, hear this. We are in your corner. That's right. And yep. we love you. We believe in you. We know what you're doing is tough. Um, we're on the journey with you and we're in different stages, but we're on it with you and we're praying for you and we, we want to do whatever we can do to help you win. Um, and there's all the resources you'll hear about them kind of in the closer where you can go. This is a reminder, our website and things like that, our Instagram, um, to kind of continue to be part of our, of our family of parents, just doing this thing together. Any yeah, last, any absolutely. last thoughts? Yeah. Grace? I just want to reiterate what you just said. You know, there are some people that might be hearing this and super excited. You know, there's some people who just hear a vision and they're roaring and ready to go. And there are other people, I'm kind of like this, you hear this grand vision and you're like, Oh my gosh, yet another thing I need to do that I'm not already doing. And it could be a lot of pressure. So I just want to just reiterate what you were saying, Kurt. You know, this isn't something, being an on-purpose parent isn't something that happens at the snap of your finger. It's a journey. 
And we're so excited to be on that journey with you. And I, I really think it's so important as parents to keep reminding ourselves that we absolutely do not need to be perfect mm -hmm. in this journey. Um, we don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to mask our struggles because we need each other. We need community. And, and really, that is our hope for this podcast. We want you to know that you're not alone, that we want to be a community of parents that are sharing in this exciting vision together and who are here to encourage each other along the way. So as part of that community, we would also love to hear from you. Um, if you Your thoughts, your stories, your questions. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have anything you'd like to share, you can leave us a comment or email us at parents at saddleback.com. We just love to hear from you and your stories as well. Well, and that's a great that's a great way to wrap up is about once um, every three or four or five, it won't be perfectly consistent um, episodes, we're going to dedicate it to questions that listeners have submitted. So if you have a parenting question, it can be kind of big picture. It can be pretty specific. Um, send us that question at parents at saddleback.com mm -hmm. and we'll get those. And then in an upcoming episode, we will address as many of those as we can get, get around to Chris, any closing thoughts before we wrap yeah. up episode one, you guys <laughs> in the books, episode one, a little episode bit, one. a little bit longer than we had hoped. <laughs> So, so we'll dial that one in. We'll <laughs> dial it in for the next time around. Yeah. I mean, when we were talking, we were saying maybe like 30 minutes, somewhere around there would be good. And, yeah. and But then we were like, hey, let's just go. And as long as it goes, it goes. Right. And then, right. you know. And we'll go with the flow. Getting, yeah, people, keeping the end in mind. <laughs> and people are free. They can just hit stop any, yeah. any old time. So ep episode two next week, uh, when you guys listen, you'll be hearing about uh, our plan. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a kind of a bird's eye view of the plan. And uh, episode three is going to be questions and answers. So, gotcha. yeah, if they uh, send in their questions, we can uh, we can answer that in, in episode right. three. And what's great is especially one of the reasons we're doing a Q&A early on is that that those will help guide some mm -hmm. of our future show topics. Yeah. So even if you don't have a, even if you don't have a question, if there's a topic that you would like us to cover, you can email that to us as well. And we'll, we'll throw it in the pot for future episodes. Hey everybody. Okay. Thanks for listening. We're really honored that you would join us and we will see you next week. Bye everyone. Thanks for joining the on purpose parents podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can help us by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. If you're listening on our Saddleback parents, YouTube channel, please like, and leave a comment. Also, remember to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. You can connect with us by texting the word parents to the number 83000, following us on Instagram at Saddleback Parents, and emailing your comments to parents at saddleback.com. As a huge thank you, you can browse our hundreds of free resources at onpurposeparents.com, all created to help you win at parenting. We'll catch you next time.